Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. For a radio audience tuning in in Mississippi at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, it's tuning in worldwide via our podcast. We're glad you all could be with us as well. Have a new guest that's joining us for the first time here on Conversations Live. Michael Eon is here. We're going to talk to him not only about his writing journey, but also a book I had a chance to read called These Things Happen. This book really has something I believe for everyone. It definitely deals with dealing with life challenges, getting to know oneself, but also what do we do when life happens to us. We'll get into a conversation with Michael about what is it that sparked the idea for the book, but also we'll let you know how to get your own copy of it as well. Michael, thank you again for stopping by. I really do appreciate the time. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks for uh, inviting me. Hey, glad to do it. So, Mike, I want to talk about this experience for you. I mean, the book is now officially out. What has it been like for you to see the early response to these things happen? Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, it, it was a long time coming. Uh, it, you know, it was a project I've been working on and off for for many years. So, um, to finally see it out there is is really gratifying. When this book was first pitched to me, Michael, I wasn't really sure what to expect. So it was interesting getting to know Daniel so intimately, of course, because for those who are just now finding out about these things happen, it is a novel, but we're able to kind of follow this first-person narrative, really slipping into Daniel's skin. So I want to ask you about that, Michael. I mean, how did the idea for, for Daniel Zimmer, how did he come about? It's... Um, I... It came about because uh, I had been doing a lot of work on myself, uh, actually, um, over the course of, of the last many years. I um, am in recovery from alcoholism, and, uh, and as part of that process, I, um, I did uh, what's called a moral inventory, uh, where I looked at my part in all of the traumatic events that occurred in my past. And, um, and what happened was from there, I started to... To, to write these individual kind of memory stories. I wasn't planning on writing a book at the time, um, but they were just, it was just more of a cathartic processing of, of, of you know, some of the events that occurred uh, in my childhood and throughout my life. And, of course, they were fairly angry, and uh, there was a lot of resentment in there, and um, they were really just, just kind of journaling, you know, just kind of yeah. um, cathartic journaling. And... Uh, and then I remember I, I had shown uh, a few of them to my wife, and she had suggested you should write a book. You know, you should include this in a book. So, um, so that's where the idea started, and I started to to, to look at that as an option. I've never um, written, um, a, you know, a creative work like this before, so it, that was a learning process as well. And um, and over the course of of the many years that I was writing this book, it evolved numerous times into what it ended up becoming. Um, and so there is a lot of um, there is a lot of my own experiences included, um, you know, in in the book. Um, but it's really uh, it's really a book about watching this individual as a child uh, and 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 the circumstances he faced um, and how that affected him 
and how you know he he learns later in life to try and overcome all that. Um, so it it was a it was a cathartic processing of those memory stories really that evolved into this finished novel. Gotcha. And I'm going to talk around some of this, Michael, because I don't want to spoil anything for those who have not read it. And, of course, we're going to let people know how to get their own copy. And I appreciate you sharing, of course, the personal connection to it because it is a very layered story. So myself being outside of it, having never spoken to you before, but having read these things happen, there were four things that kind of stood out to me about Daniel Zimmer and his journey. And I want to kind of talk to you about those things. One, of course, is his own relationship with himself. And, of course, now we see the personal connection that you just mentioned um, yourself there, Michael. The second thing, his relationship with others. There's an, uh, it's a really complicated, layered relationship with his father we're able to see in the book. But also, you know, some of the, the, the girls and women that he meets in his life, whether we're talking about Jill or Bree, we'll get into that a little bit later. But the fourth thing, I think, is, of course, being able to find a way to live the life that one has in front of them. I think so many times we are so focused on what we don't have, we can't really appreciate what we do. So I want to talk to you about Broadly first. What was it like for you to kind of have those ingredients in this book, his relationship with himself when it comes to Daniel, his relationship with his father, his relationship with others, but also just with life? Yeah, I mean, it's all of those, all of those uh, pieces contribute to, to, you know, one of the main themes in the book, which is, you know, how does, how does someone who really – never learned uh, about any tools to deal with life on life's terms, you know, how, how does that person, you know, age and come to deal with those things without, you know, kind of self-destructing or destroying the lives of others. And, um, and so, you know, obviously the relationship with the father is an important one in the story. Um, and, uh, and it becomes a very important um, kind of epiphany or realization for Daniel later in the story, um, and how that affects him, uh, and and the the two um, women uh, also contribute quite a lot. Um, one of them, um, without giving too much away, uh, is a childhood friend that that actually, you know, becomes his reason to live before he's able to to kind of appreciate the fact that he needs to he needs to do what he needs to do in terms of recovery on his own. Um, for his own sake, and not just for the sake of others. Um, so it's uh, it's really about a character that that kind of learns um, learns how to deal with life on life's terms. It's a universal theme. Everybody deals with with problems in life, um, and uh, different people, you know, find different ways to to deal with that. Some through escape uh, and addiction and um, and others uh, in various ways, other other kinds of addictions outside of uh, you know alcohol and and, and drug abuse, um, and um, and so it's really what to do you know what to do with that how to how to see you know one of the things that um, that I've come to realize is that you know we're all willing to, to and willing and ready to point the finger uh, outside of ourselves but really you know to take a look at oneself and see one's part in in their own life um, and in the world they create for themselves on an everyday basis is um, you know is a really important uh, piece to, to understanding what one's place is in the world and how to deal with life on life's terms and that's really you know what I was trying to get across in the book 
Such a great point, and I think it's such a great reminder for us, too. I, I do want to just pull on that a little bit, uh, Michael, and again, talking broadly about this. Um, because, of course, you mentioned your connection with Daniel here. One thing we're able to see is that Daniel's looking for a way to cope. And especially when it comes to working with his father, he finds that, of course, in, in ways that a lot of people do. He finds a vice there for himself. But I think there's also the whole idea of escape, which so many people today can relate to. Is that one of the themes you're seeing now that the book is out? Um, is kind of resonating with people, Michael. I know it's still early as far as the release goes, but is that one thing you're hearing, that people can relate to that idea of just wanting to escape to something better? Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, you know, that is, is, you know, in one form or another, and, and oftentimes I don't think people even realize that that's what they're doing, but um, in one form or another, that's, that's what I think human beings do, many human beings do, um, because the alternative is it can sometimes be you know, dreadful. I mean, you know, right. uh, I think a lot of w- what motivates uh, people and certainly what motivates, you know, a lot of the characters in the book is fear, um, you know, kind of self-centered fear, fear of losing something we already have or not getting something we feel we're owed. And, um, and I think a lot of these, fears drive our behaviors and, and actions and thoughts. And, um, and so it's really uh, a matter of how do, how, you know, recognizing that first and foremost, and secondly, you know, coming to terms with it, how, how, how can we deal with that? And, um, and without, without escaping, you know, without, without, um, without defaulting to some form of escape to, to kind of ignore it or run away from it or numb ourselves from it. Yeah, it's such a great reminder and also such a great truth for us to think about. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, it's on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome Michael Eon to our broadcast today. Michael is celebrating the publication of his debut novel. It's called These Things Happen, but if you've heard the first part of the conversation, you'll see it definitely has a personal connection with him as well we're going to let you guys know how to get your own copy of the book as well as stay connected with michael michael was that um you know releasing a new book is one thing but i think you know for so many i've been doing the show now for for a while and one thing that i hear a lot of authors say is that they're kind of told to write what you know of course you mentioned the personal connection with these things happened was that also part of the extra angst with releasing a book like this not only your debut novel but wondering how much of yourself people would see in it. Um, yeah, kind of. Uh, you know, it it uh, it's you know it's a it's a it's a very realistic story, even though it's set as a novel. You know, I, I could have gone the memoir route, um, but decided on a novel because uh, I just I just thought it it. It, it would enable a broader audience to, to better connect with the story and the various characters. But, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of experience involved in, in, in the book in terms of, you know, certain characters and, and, and um, their relationships and things that happen. But it's also, you know, um, very much fictionalized in the sense that, you know, these these are not based on individual people. They're an amalgam of, of many different people and many different ideas and thoughts, um, you know, in, combined into one. So even though Daniel, as the main character, um, may, be, may be born from, you know, some of my own experience, 
um, he's he's really his own character. He's really his own character, his own individual, and uh, in search of of something that um, that I'd like to think I've already found or um, am dealing with um, to the best of my ability on a daily basis. Um, there's something else I want to talk around here, um, Michael. Not to get too personal, but it, it is again another thing um, that we see Daniel deal with, and that is the idea of faith. Um, and again, I don't want to give anything away, but I will just speak broadly and say that he definitely has what some would consider a crisis of faith. Um, Bree is someone who definitely has faith, but he finds himself at an interesting crossroad. There's that scene that you that you wrote in the book, of course, where you know they were at the church and him being able to flip through the the Bible and you know and find those passages. Um, that for some would be of comfort, but didn't do much for Daniel because of the predicament he found himself in. What was it like for you to to kind of uh, talk about throughout this book? Because that, it does come up in other places too. The idea of how our view of life and life situations can impact either positively or negatively our idea of faith. That's a great question. I mean, it's an important part of the book because that's one of uh, – you know, that's one of Daniel's, you know, kind of ongoing and internal struggles uh, and something that he needs to really come to terms with. Um, All right, we seem to have lost our connection with Michael. We're going to work to try to get that back. You know, anything can happen when it comes to a live broadcast. So if you all are just tuning in, though, you're listening to Conversations Live, both for our radio audience and those tuning in online. Michael Eon is the author of the debut novel, These Things Happen. Having a great conversation with Michael, not only about the writing of the book, but also the characters we're able to meet in the book as well. As I mentioned, we're going to let you guys know how to be able to stay connected with Michael, as well as how you guys can get your own copy of the book is available through our friends at Amazon.com. I'll remind you of that as well. Michael and I were just talking about some of the themes of the book. If you missed the first part of, this, of the show, he talked about the personal connection that he felt with the main character, Daniel Zimmer, but also, of course, the situations that Daniel finds himself in in the book that are so relatable to all of us, I think, as we're kind of going through life. So I think that's one thing that even though this is a debut novel, it is such a, a book, I think, of connection, but also, of course, getting us to look at life and life situations uh, in a different way as well. Uh, again, like I mentioned, we were talking to Michael. We had lost our connection with him. We're going to try to – oh, I think we have Michael back now. Hello, Michael. Uh, are you there with us? Yeah, thank you. Okay. I'm so sorry about that, Cyrus. I'm so sorry. Not, not a problem. Um, not a problem at all. Uh, yeah. So anyway, regarding that question, I mean, faith is an important component um, of the book and of the of the character uh, of the character's uh, arc in terms of – he comes from a place where where to to rely on on some kind of you know you know faith or or or, or God or or higher power uh, or anything other than himself is a weakness um, and and of course for many people who have faith that sounds absurd um, because in faith I think there is is power you know like in surrender surrender is not you know, to, to give up. Surrender is to, is to, you know, um, surrender, you know, one's will to, to the will of, of the universe or something greater than themselves. Um, and in that is power. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a big question in the book. It's a big crisis, uh, for the, 
for the main character, um, and different different uh, the other characters have different views on on the matter. And um, I think it's one of the one of the keys to 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 Daniel's um, either success or 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 not not succeeding in in trying to to conquer his demons. Yeah, there's one passage I want to share from the book and have us discuss it, uh, Michael. It's in chapter 13 with the character Dale. And I thought it was interesting what Dale shared with this group, but also, of course, what uh, Daniel took away from it. And I want to ask you about what you hope people take away from these things happen other than enjoying the story. But this is what Dale has to say to the group there in uh, chapter 13. Three principles in this program changed my life. Number one, there is power in powerlessness. Number two, it is not weakness to rely on others on a power greater than myself. And number three, to keep something. I have to give it away. Dale nodded, smiling toothily. Thank you very much. The crowd applauded enthusiastically. And then Daniel reflects on this, and we're able to know it uh, from the book. I wasn't sure if I believed what Dale said, but I believed that he believed it, and that was good enough for me. I wanted what Dale had, and I was going to get it. I think that's one of the most powerful passages in the book as we kind of reflect on the adventures of Daniel. So I want to ask you, for yourself as the writer of this book, Michael, what is it that you hope readers get? Yes, of course, I think they'll enjoy the story, but what is it that you hope they get from the story you weave around Daniel Zimmer? I mean, I think it's, I think it's, um, I think it gives a lot of hope, first of all, to people in a similar situation um, or who have experienced, you know, um, traumatic episodes in their lives uh, that have affected them uh, in various ways. I think that um, it provides certain tools, uh, specific tools on, 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 you know, kind of a way out and how to deal with life on life's terms in particular, um, which I think is, is, um, is the main issue for this character and other characters in the book. Um, so I, I, I'm, I think hope and, and, and specific ideas and tools um, that will enable people to, to better deal with, with their own lives um, and the people in their lives and the personal relationships and, you know, things of that nature. Um, that's really my hope. That was actually my, my main drive in writing, you know, the novel was, was not so much, you know, to, to be a catharsis for me. It evolved into how can, I, how can this be a useful tool and be helpful uh, and enjoyable as a story and also helpful uh, and a useful tool to, to to enable people to better their own lives. Yeah, such a great thing. It's such a great conversation with you, Michael. So glad we had a chance to chat again. Michael Eon is our guest. These Things Happen is the title of his debut novel, a great book that you guys can tell from this conversation. A lot of things we did not discuss because I did not want to be able to give anything away, but you guys definitely want to be able to get your copy on Amazon. You can get it either in print or, of course, you can get the Kindle edition as well. And, Michael, how can our audience stay connected with you? Uh, I have a website at michaeleonauthor, all one word, dot com. Uh, and there they can see more information uh, about the book. And, of course, I have a Goodreads page and, um, and social media, um, Instagram, Facebook. Um, so uh, always happy to connect with people. All right. Well, Michael, congratulations to you again. Thanks again for stopping by and looking forward to our next chat together.
Thank you, Cyrus. It was a pleasure. The pleasure is definitely all mine, and we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Let's go make today amazing. Take care. <music>